Happy Mom's Day to all you mamas. I hope uh, you all get something really nice. I know next month is Father's Day, so all you dad, what do, what do we get on Father's Day? Socks, right, that's what we get. Mamas, what do they get? You know, I, mean, I bet you this today is the day that the most, like Hallmark and those guys, they probably sell the most cards today, right? Flowers, Garen's Ball Barons. That today and then this weekend was like winner winner chicken dinner for all the lay places because you had um, UH graduation, Mother's Day. Like wow, but you know, um, being a mother is not easy. You know, it, it's it's challenging as you know, you mothers know, and and you know, you, so often it's like underappreciated. But the truth is that a mother's influence is just is just undeniable, and it's world changing. And today, what um, we wanted to do was just a special exhortation, I think, uh, to, all your mo- uh, to all you moms. But, but it's also something that we can all apply into our lives. Um, George Washington said, My mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from her. You know, Billy Graham said that um, only God himself fully appreciates the influence of a Christian mother in the molding of character in her children. And I believe that's true. You know, there, there's, there's a value in mothers that I think a lot of us just take for granted. And uh, I want to encourage you, mothers, that, that God is and will use you in ways you might not even see, that God is faithful and that he is, um, and he has a wonderful call for you. And I, I think so often as mothers and even as fathers, uh, we, don't, we don't grab hold of the, the reality that, that God has chose you, he has called you, he has a special calling on your life as a mother. And um, hopefully that today, you know, through God the Holy Spirit, that you would begin to really receive uh, that call. What we're going to do today is I wanted to share with you a story about a mother who literally impacted all of Christianity and really impacted the world as she invested her life uh, to raising the children that God blessed her with. You know, and, and, and like, you know, you have heroes of the faith. Um, she is one of, you know, she is one of my heroes. You know, man, woman, it doesn't matter. She's just one of my heroes. Um, of the faith, and I've just been praying all week that, you know, that on the Holy Spirit, you know, Holy Spirit, would you please encourage, just encourage and inspire all, all the moms today that, um, you know, it's hard to believe, and I don't think she went, there, went in there saying, I'm going to be a mama, and, and as I'm a mama, I'm going to change all of the world, I'm going to change Christianity. I don't think she went in there like that. I think she went in there saying, I'm going to be the mom that God's called me to be, in good times, bad times, I'm going to persevere. And her story really is a testimony of what God can do to the life of a mother. And it's really a testimony of what God can do in the life of anyone who chooses uh, to follow the Lord. So um, let's pray. Ask God for some help. Father, I pray that first we just pray, yes, uh, uh, will you bless all the mothers that it's not just today, but today we take time to bless and, and really to honor all our mothers, whether they are here or not. Lord. 
uh, for the mothers uh, who have been faithful to the call for a number of years, to even mothers who uh, are preparing for the arrival of their children. Lord, I pray that you would speak to their hearts, that you would bless them. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I want to tell you the story of one of my heroes, Susanna Wesley. Susanna Wesley. I don't know if you've even heard of Susanna Wesley. I believe there, there are um, uh, facilities and, and organizations around the United States. There's one here in Hawaii called Susanna Wesley um, House or whatever it is, and they minister uh, to young people. But Susanna Wesley was born on January 20th, 1669. So, you know, 1669 in England. Uh, she was the last of 25 children, you know, and, and, and some of you like Auntie Sally and, and, and you guys, I mean, you know, you thought you had a lot of kids in your family. Susanna Wesley, 25, they, they had, she was one of 25. She was the last of 25 kids. At age 19, she married Samuel Wesley, and Samuel Wesley became a preacher, and, and, and he was a, a pretty, and these two things don't go together, right? But he was a preacher, but, but he was also a very difficult man. Okay? Most preachers are just really nice, just the nicest people, but, but he was a really difficult man. He was really rigid. There were a lot of flaws that would greatly challenge his entire family. But, but, but Susanna... She persevered. And that's a word, you know, over and over what comes into my mind and heart is Susanna persevered uh, in a very difficult marriage. Her role as a mother uh, in a lot of ways was just as difficult. But again, you know, she persevered. And God was faithful. God was so faithful to this woman who just sought with all her heart, um, with all her heart to, to follow him, and to um, just be faithful to him. And, and, and God used her in mighty ways. Two of her children, um, they were used of God to, to change the world. You know, they, uh, John and Charles Wesley, uh, they, God used them to start this movement. It was called the Methodist movement, from which the Methodist church came from. And the Methodist church was uh, as a denomination that God used in really, really powerful ways there was this thing called the Great Awakening um, in the 1700s, and, and, and John and, and, and Charles Wesley, they were a big part of that. Uh, one of the prominent leaders of that first Great Awakening, a great revival here uh, that started in Europe, it came over to the United States. Um, George Whitfield, you know, he was um, one of these prominent leaders of this revival, and uh, he said this of John Wesley. He said, the good John Wesley... The good Mr. John Wesley has done in America what he has done in America is inexpressible. His name is very precious among the people, and he has laid a foundation that I hope neither men nor devils will ever be able to shake. And, and, and literally, he was one of the key leaders. Charles Wesley was a prolific hymn writer. You know, he would write over 3,000 songs, 3,000 hymns. Um, rich in theology that he learned from his mother. And um, these uh, hymns continue to be sung in worship to the Lord even to today. And these two men would um, both say that their primary spiritual influence, the primary spiritual influence in their lives um, were, was, his, was their mother. That she was there 
um, throughout their lives. And even toward the end of her life, she was confined to a bed. Um, these two men would, would go and sit with her. Uh, she would pray over them. Um, they would discuss difficult passages of the Bible together. And, and they just couldn't say enough about, um, you know, about her and her spiritual walk uh, with Christ. John Wesley said, I learned more about Christianity from my mother than from all the theologians in England. And on this really special day, on this special Mother's Day, I, I think God's word to all you moms are that, that you're special, that you are very special, and you've been handpicked. You've been handpicked to raise the children that God has given you. And I believe God is saying, you know, don't look at your circumstances, don't look at your situation and all the challenges. You look to God because God is with you. And in this year of breakthroughs, and this is a year of breakthroughs, I believe that our powerful God will supply all the faith you need, all the faith you need uh, to complete your role as a mother. And that um, what I wanted to do was just share some of the lessons from Susanna Wesley's life to just encourage you and exhort you um, to, to, to hang in there, you know, to, to receive God's call and to walk in God's call. And these lessons really do apply to all of us. You know, all of us who say, you know, I want to follow the Lord, these lessons apply to us, right? So the first one, you can, you know, in, your, in your notes, you can follow along. But the first lesson from the life of Susanna Wesley is this. You got to, uh, moms, embrace the role, embrace the role that God has blessed you with. You got to embrace the role. And your moms, embrace the role of a mom. You know, dads, same thing. If you're a, a, a teacher at school, embrace the role of a teacher. If you're a coach, you know, say like you're, you're, your kid's in soccer and you think, well, I'm just doing it because my kids are soccer. No, you know what? Embrace that role. And God has blessed you, and he has appointed you, and especially you mamas, that God has blessed and appointed you to be a mother, that he's, he's blessed you with the privilege of being a mother. And remember that God has called you to this, to this role, and especially when things are overwhelming, uh, discouraging, just, just think of 1 Thessalonians 5.24. And this is what it says, right? Paul says this, The one who called you, God who has called you, who has handpicked you, has chosen you, is faithful, and he will do it. And that's what Susanna Wesley's life was all about. Faithful was God who called her to be a mama, and that he was faithful, and, and he will do it. She could have given up. I mean, you look at her life, and I'll share a little bit about her life. Um, she, <laughs> no one would have blamed her to give, uh, if she gave up. Her husband, Samuel, you know, was this difficult man. He had a lot of challenges. He left his family for long periods of time. In fact, they had a little argument once, and, she, and he left the family for about a year, just over a minor argument, you know, like, um, you know, zippies or, you know, ballet. And, you know, he didn't like it, something like that. He left uh, for a whole year, um, he was, a, he, he, he was terrible at managing money, so much so that he was thrown in prison once. In, in, it was called like debtor's, debtor's prison because their debt became so high, which also doubled, tripled, magnified all the problems that, you know, for, that, for that family. Um, there was no money for food or anything. 
and, and debt would continue to plague them, and which we would say, well, that's rough. Okay? But you got that going on, and now you, you hear about Susanna Wesley, the mama. Susanna came from a family of 25. She said, I can't have 25 kids. So she just had 19, right? So she had 19 children, and despite all the challenges, she just embraced her role as a mother. She was determined. You know, no matter what was going on, food, no food, whatever, she was determined to love and raise her children in the Lord. She chose to homeschool her children. She taught them, you know, the basics, you know, reading and writing and all that stuff. But she also taught them, as part of the foundation, she taught them theology. She said, she, she, she would say that that would be the most important, that they needed to be rooted and grounded in the Lord and not only that, she said, let's throw in French just for the heck of it. And with all this activity with her children, uh, she kept a disciplined schedule. And she did it because she embraced her role as a mother. And she sought God with all her heart. She demonstrated God's faithfulness and his love to her children, to her family. You know, uh, St. Therese says this of her, the loveliest of, of a mother, the loveliest masterpiece of the heart of God is the love of a mother. The loveliest masterpiece of the heart of God is the love of a mother. And her commitment and her trust in God this greatly influenced all of her children. You know, moms, being a mom, there's a lot of challenges. You know? Motherhood is really not for the faint of heart. That's why God has called you folks as mothers, and he didn't call us men to be mothers. Because it's not for the faint of heart. You know, people around you don't know, they don't see all the things you go through as a mom. But God does. But God does. And he's there. Um, and he's there and he is faithful. And so just embrace that role. You know, I don't know if you've ever done that where you said, you know, you, know, you, you got a baby and, you know, part of having a baby is you become a mom. But, but maybe today God is saying, just embrace that role. Say, you know what? This is a high calling for me. God could have chosen anybody in all of creation, all of the world, to raise these children. But God has handpicked me. Wow, how great is that? God has handpicked you and trusted you to raise these children. Embrace the role that God has given you. The second thing that we can learn from Susanna Wesley is that you've got to persevere in the Lord. And don't give, up, don't give up and don't give in. See, that's the story of her life that you got to persevere because it isn't easy. you got to persevere in the Lord. Perseverance, endurance, and patience are words that are used interchangeably in the New Testament. Uh, it means to abide or, or to hold up under, you know, that the word picture is someone who is bent over carrying something on their back. You know, that's the picture of perseverance, you know. They're carrying something, carrying a load, with the idea that there's resistance. When I think of the word perseverance, that word picture, this guy is carrying, this person is carrying this big old load, big wind, and they're like in the desert, sand, and, and the music, you know, that kind of stuff, and they're, they're trudging along. That's the, the picture of, of perseverance. It, it's, 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 um, it's like a person carrying something, and, um, and there is, there's, there's, there's resistance. It's not just... You know, not like that. That's not perseverance. Um, 
Hebrews 10.36 says, patient endurance. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Sometimes, you know, and that's why I keep thinking, if you want a breakthrough from God, that, that God has to break through. You have to break through. It's not just waltzing along. You know, there's something for you that you've got to persevere. You've got to hang in there because if you would patiently endure, God says that, the, the Bible says that you will receive what God promises. In Romans 5, 3, and 5, 3 to 5, it says we can rejoice. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance. And, and, and endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. See, if, if, if you know, when you go through hard times, we can rejoice, Paul is saying, because it leads to endurance, which leads to strength of character, which leads us into a closer relationship with God, and we begin to experience the power and the love of God and the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that's like the greatest thing. I was just talking to a pastor, and he's going through a really, really hard time. I was encouraging him, and he says, you know, what's really scary is I don't, I don't know if I'm good enough. You know, and I, and I told him, I said, you know, but isn't that where God wants all of us to be? That we're not good enough. But when we're not good enough, now we're in a position where we can say, God, I'm not good enough. And I can totally and fully depend on God. And when we totally you know, fully can trust in God, then we can begin to see God's power in our lives in miraculous ways. And I said, you know, just rejoice. I said, I, I know I, I can talk because I'm on the outside but, you know, you would say the same to me. Just rejoice because now you're in a position where if, you know, you're in a position where only God can do something. And whatever God can do is so much greater than what we can do. And for you mamas, it's the same thing. You know, Susanna Wesley is a testimony of a mother who persevered in the Lord and she didn't give up. She didn't give in. And with her marriage and with that husband who was just so difficult, nobody, nobody would have blamed her if she said, I just can't handle this. I got to take care of all these kids, you know. But, but she didn't. She hung in there. Even with that very unsupportive and irresponsible husband and father who put that family into this tough situations, she was there and she persevered. 19 kids, seven of those children were born in seven years. Nine of her children died as infants. Four of them were twins. Two sets of twins died as infants. One child was accidentally smothered by someone who had come to help the family. You know? um, she also had uh, a child who was crippled, another who couldn't talk until he was nearly six years old. And throughout her life, you know, Susanna was, uh, was, was very sick most of her life. Uh, two of the homes that they lived in were burned to the ground. They lost everything twice. And, and at least one, for sure, that, that people kind of knew that what happened was um, there was a church member who burned down their house because of, um, they were so mad at 
her husband Samuel the preacher. Now, got to say this. You all get mad at me. Don't burn down my house. Okay? Don't burn down my house. You know, punch a wall or something, but don't burn down my house. Okay? But someone slit their uh, cow's udders so that they couldn't have milk for the family. You know, again, these were some of the, the people were just so angry at them, at the husband, and they did this, you know. Um, crazy, crazy things like that. They, they uh, slit the udders, couldn't have milk. They killed the dog. You know, again, you get angry at me, leave my puppy alone, okay? All right? You know, you can kill my cat. Okay, kill my cat, all right? Don't kill my dog. I don't have a cat, all right? Okay. Um, they burned their flax fields. You know, they did all these things. And despite this all, despite it all, right, that's a lot of stuff. Susanna persevered. She remained faithful to the vows she had made when she was married. She was a picture of a mother who walked in patient endurance. When I think of patient endurance in the verse in Hebrews, I think of Susanna Wesley. She ran into problems and trials, but she developed endurance that developed a strength of character that, that, that strengthened this confident hope, which didn't lead to disappointment, you know, but much blessings that her children, the ones that were alive, I think they were like eight, but at the time of her death, there were maybe eight or nine that had survived. Two of them had changed the world. You know, moms, persevere. Persevere in the Lord. Don't give up. Don't give in. You know, it's so easy to say, yeah, but my husband, yeah, but my situation, yeah, and, and you look, and I'm so busy, and, and all these kinds of things, you know. But don't give up. Don't give in because you have the Holy Spirit, and he's going to fill your hearts with love. I mean, think back, all right? There, gonna be, there might be situations where you think, oh, you know what? I'm so, so, so discouraged, you know? And, and it's like you, you're thinking that at any moment, my life could just fall apart. And don't you remember praying? And don't you remember asking people to pray? And don't you remember how God just came through, right? Hasn't God come through time and time and time again in little things, big things, you know, little things, not really little, but, you know, your kid may be sick and you're just, you know, just so stressed, they're sick. And, you know, mamas, you know how it is when your kid has, like, when they're not feeling good, especially when they have fever, it's like, oh, this is rough. And you pray, and God was with you. You know, as a mom and with family, you know, it, it gets stressful, you know. And, and your relationship with your husband, you know, sometimes is just under a lot of stress. And don't you remember there are times when it's like, my God, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm just so angry. I'm so disappointed. I'm so whatever with my husband. Don't you remember praying? And, and just look what God has done. He, God is faithful. And you, you might be right in the middle of everything. It's like, oh, I don't know about this. Just look at how God was faithful in the life of this woman called Susanna Wesley. That she persevered. She's a testimony for you. She's an encouragement to you. Now don't give up. Don't give in. Because you got the Holy Spirit. And that you will experience the hope of your salvation and the presence of, of the Holy Spirit in your life. Which leads to the third thing. You've got to embrace your role as mamas. That's what I want to encourage you. 
You, know, you want to persevere. Don't give up. Don't give in. And the third thing is activate the power of prayer. Activate the power of prayer. It's right there. It's like you got the plug in your hand, and all you got to do is just plug it in. You know, John 14, 13 says, you can ask for anything in my name. Jesus is saying, you can ask for anything in my name, and what does he say? I will do it. So that the Son can bring glory to the Father. See, He's going to do anything and everything because it will bring glory to God the Father. Yes, again, he repeats it. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And as Joanne shared last week, if you were here, you know, my wife Joanne shared, you know, Matthew 7, 7. Keep on asking, keep on receiving, keep on seeking and ask and knocking. And as you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you're going to find. And if you keep on knocking, the door will be open to you. And if there's anything that characterizes, and, and the reason why Susanna Wesley made it, was she understood this and she plugged in and she activated the power of prayer in her life. You know, as a young mother, um, Susanna promised the Lord that for every hour she spent in entertainment with 19 kids, I don't know how you have any time for entertainment, but she said she would spend an hour in prayer. She said, God, whatever hour I spend in entertainment, I'm going to spend another hour in prayer. Well, taking care of the house, raising all those kids, didn't leave much time for anything, much less entertainment. So she said, well, I'm not even doing anything for entertainment, but you know what? I'm going to pray two hours every day. All those kids, you know, uh, neglected father, husband and father, debt all over the place, you know, houses burning down, you know, animals, you know, the whole thing. You don't have much time homeschooling the kids. You don't have much time for anything, but as a young mom, she says, you know what? I'm not, I'm not activating the power of prayer. So for two hours every day, I'm going to pray. And she struggled, obviously, right? She's with all the kids. She struggled to find a secret place or just a private place to get away to pray. And don't you feel like that sometimes? You know, you're always like, where can I go? Okay. Um, you know, um, she worked in the garden, she milked the cows, she schooled the kids, she managed the whole house by herself, and she said, you know, i got to find a place. And so she, and she, she, this is what she came up with. She, she told the children that when they saw her, whenever they saw her with her apron, she would wear an apron, right? Whenever they saw her with her apron over her head, that means she was in prayer and don't disturb mama. And that's what she did. And they'll be doing stuff. There's mom and apron over her head. Oh, not praying. Not, not bothering mama now because she's in prayer. And, and she devoted herself to the Lord. And, and she spent those two hours, at least those two hours in prayer. And she prayed and she prayed for her family. You know, with all that was going on. You know, when the twins were, were, were really little. Prayed. God, what do we do now? You know, we lost them. We lost a couple more. Lost another one. What are we going to do? You know, this child can't walk. You know, what are we going to do? You know, Billy's not speaking. What are we going to do? You know, I know so-and-so didn't mean to. It was an accident. But what do we do now? Now that we lost another one because accidentally smothered to death. 
What do we do? We don't have food today. What are we going to do? Got her aprons, covered her hands. She just prayed. Two hours a day, she prayed. And she knew that one day, it didn't matter how hard her life was. I remember reading once, she, she said she knew one day she would alone stand before the Lord, before the throne of God, and she would give an account for how she lived. And I always thought about that. You know, I always thought about that. I always thought about how one day I'm going to stand before the Lord. And I say, but, but you know what, God? And I, you know, I can just imagine. How can you go to God and make all these excuses? You're in front of Almighty God. God, you know what? If I, was, if I had more money, God, if you had, I can't do it, right? And that motivated her because one day I'm going to be held accountable. Why? Because God has entrusted me. And I got to embrace my role as a mother. You know? Moms, your roles are very, your role is very challenging at times. You know, and I know there are times where like, oh, I don't know if I can, I can go on. But, but I want to encourage you, you're not alone. You know, that, that don't try to do things on your own strength. Because that's what we all try to do. Right? When things get tough, we just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we just say, you know what? If, if it took this much energy, now I got to put even more. I don't even got the energy, but I'm just going to do it. If I, you know, like, I usually sleep at 11. You know what? I'm going to sleep at 12. In fact, I might not even sleep tonight because it's got to get done. And we try to do so much on our own strength. And what God is saying to you, moms, is like, you know, there's, there's a plug in your hand. It's called prayer. Activate the power of prayer. God listens to the prayers of a mother. Don't neglect this part. Keep praying. Just keep on praying. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. And God will answer. You know. And again, think of your life. And think about how faithful God has been. You know. Think about like when you were worried about this situation or that situation and how God came through. And begin to share those stories, you know, with your children. One of the greatest things that my wife does is she'll, she'll, she'll share with the kids, hey, you know what? And I remember um, when we had, a number of years ago, when we were in Salt Lake, and we had, you know, John and Michelle, and, you know, it was getting small. Our, 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 our two-bedroom apartment was really small, and we just was praying. And, and, and Joe had, you know, had a book. And she would list down all the prayer requests. That, that, and, and, and some of them were like, we need someplace to live, period. Okay, right? But she prayed, you know, I would like a place where the children could play around. And if, if there's like a, a quiet street, that would be really great. You know, and she would list down all these things. Because she knew that she couldn't make these things happen. But she activated the power of prayer. She even put stuff like, you know, you know, Mark, you know, he's a, he's a sport fanatic. He loves wooden floors because it reminds him of the basketball court. I mean, if we could have a house with wooden floors, that would make Mark happy. I mean, we, don't, we don't need wooden floors, but she, we have not because she, we asked her. So she would write down wooden floors. I like to cook. If you like to cook, you know that, a, that an electric stove is not the best. What is better than an electric stove? Gas. Mark would be really happy if he could have a gas stove, right? 
I didn't know about induction then, so, but yeah. And then she would show us after, you know, after we're there, like a couple years, she says, look, look, look at this list. And she show us the list. And it's uncanny. We, we, we live, you know, um, a, a, a missionary that we're in, in Thailand said, you know what, I would like you to live at our house. And so we got to live in that house, three-bedroom house, in a, in a private road at the end of this other road. There was just one house behind us, and that road, we could, we could, we could put a tent in that road, and, and no cars would go there. And it was a safe place for the kids. You know, three-bedroom house. It was quiet. Wooden floors. I, I, I come home, and I get my basketball, and that sound, that echoing sound, that's like the greatest sound ever. If you know basketball, when you enter the gym and you have that musty smell of sweat and socks and all that, um, Bengay and all that, that's like the greatest smell ever, right? You know, Coach Reed, right? Come on, that's like the greatest smell. And then the sound of that echoing basketball, like, oh, that's like the, and, and I, I had that at home. And you know what? We had a gas stove. We had everything. And we had more. And, 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 and Joel understood that can't do it ourselves. And she just plugged in. Moms, moms, just, just keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Keep praying. You know, keep praying. And pray for your children. You see, let the Holy Spirit encourage you with the life and testimony of Susanna Wesley. You think about your life. Think about this woman who had 19 kids. Now, anybody here had more than 19 kids? No, I mean, if you did, we're going we're gonna to especially bless you. This, but you had 19 kids. Husband, pretty much a deadbeat husband. All the things that's going on in her life, God was faithful. Let the Holy Spirit encourage you. Let the Holy Spirit encourage you with her life. Let him encourage you to embrace Embrace the role that he's given you to be mother. Just embrace that role. Let her life encourage you. Let the Holy Spirit encourage you to, to persevere. You might be going through a challenging time now, but let the Holy Spirit encourage you. Think of Susanna Wesley and how God was faithful, and think of your life, how faithful God has been. And then let him encourage you to activate the power of prayer in your life. See, probably the most important thing that you can do for your children is to pray. You just pray for them. And then when you pray for them, and when God answers prayer, just as important as what? Sharing it with them. Say, hey kids, guess what? You know? And that's like the greatest thing. Like one of the things, and you know, something we do, you might want to do is uh, every... Um, uh, New Year's Eve, you know, right at, you know, right when it, from 12 o'clock, whatever, you know, we just got into this routine where we would celebrate and that we would pray and then Joe would bring out her trusty journal and, and just share all the things that God has done in our lives. Just the faithfulness of God. And the thing, then we would ask God together, God, what are you saying to us as individuals and as a family? For this coming year, pray, and then we'd share. I said, okay, Michelle, and then what Michelle says, Janelle, John, Mark, me. 
And then she would share what God put on our hearts the year before. And we would marvel at, look what God has done. And that they would give us faith for, for this coming year. You know, why do we do stuff like that? We do stuff like that because Susanna Wesley is a hero to both of us. And we continually talk about Susanna Wesley and what she did. You know? People, when you talk to other Christians, they might know who Charles Wesley is. If they, they know him, and, oh, yeah, that's a Charles Wesley. They might know who John Wesley is, you know, the father of, of the Methodist movement. But less people will know who Susanna Wesley is. But if it was not for Susanna Wesley, and if she did not embrace her role, she didn't persevere, she didn't plug into and activate the power of prayer, there would be no John Wesley. There would be no Charles Wesley. Moms, I want to encourage you, you know, to, to, to let the Holy Spirit speak to you about her life. And she is like you. You are a Susanna Wesley to your children. And, and the question is, do you have an apron? You know, I mean, how many moms have an apron? Maybe, you know, you dads, maybe go out and, and find the nicest apron you can find. You know, maybe Bloomingdale's has aprons. And you get one. And, and maybe it's time to get that apron. And maybe to let that apron remind you to take time to be with your Father in heaven. You know, maybe not just to cover your head. Maybe it is to cover your head and go to your Father. But whenever you see that apron, let that be a reminder to you. That, that you know, plug in, plug in. Let your family know that, that that's important for all of us to do. Let that apron be a symbol to the whole family. Yeah, that's mom. Whenever she got the apron, that's mom praying for us. 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, right? The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. God has called you to be a mama, and he's going to be faithful, and he's going to see you through. There's another verse in 1 Thessalonians that reminds me so much of Susanna Wesley's life. And, and really all you mothers on this special day. And what, as we close this service, we're going to pray again for all you moms. And we're going to pray what Paul prayed in 1 Thessalonians 1.3. Right? Because this is what he prayed. As we pray to our God and Father about you, about all you moms, we think of your faithful work. We think of your loving deeds, and we think of the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. That would be a great, that's a great prayer for today. You know, that we're going to pray for you moms because we think of all your faithful work, all the faithful work that you've done, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. So why don't you stand and... Um, we're going to pray. Okay. And uh, we're going to do a couple of things. You know, some of you, your mom is not here. Okay. We're going to pray a blessing on all. And then for some of you, your mom has, 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 um, has, uh, has passed away. And, 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 you know, now you have your memories. We still can pray and thank God for our moms. Right. You know, we still can. And then we're going to pray for the mamas here, all right? And, so, um, and then we're going to close with a song. We're just going to worship the Lord. But I want to say this. 
you know, especially you moms, if you've never ever trusted in, in Jesus as your Savior, I want to encourage you. Susanna Wesley could not have done anything if she didn't have that relationship with the Lord. And so maybe today is like, that's for you, for you, on this special day for you mamas, is to just say, you know, Jesus, I need you. I just need you. Will you come into my life and be my Savior? I can't do it on my own anymore. I just can't. I don't got 19 kids like Susanna Wesley, but I just can't. With the two, the one, the three, the five that I have. I need help. I need a Savior. And the Bible says, is if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, God raised him from the dead, and believe in your heart that he did all that, that you will be saved. It's a free gift from God. It's called salvation, where we receive the salvation, the saving grace that comes from the Lord Jesus. So we're going to start off. We're going to pray that. And if you've never prayed that, you pray along with me, all right? And then, you know, Mother's Day, you have another gift. You got like this gift. Um, you know, and it's right there on the table out there. Grab one, all right? Grab this one. And then we're going to pray for all the moms, and then we're going to pray for you mamas, okay? So let's just pray. Dear Father, we all come to you. Mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, we just come to you. And if we've never done it before, we want to say it right now. We want to declare, we'll say, Jesus, we need help. Can't do, I can't do it myself. I need a Savior. I've been religious all my life, but I never understood what it means to have a personal relationship with you, Jesus. And today I want that. Will you come into my life? I recognize that you died on that cross for my sins, that I've messed up. I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And I receive you as my Savior. Will you come into my life? begin transforming my life like how you did with Susanna Wesley. We just come. I receive you today as my Savior. And Father, we just want to pray as we think of all our mothers, whether they're here or not, and we pray to you, our God and our Father. We pray for our mothers and we thank you for their faithful work. Father, I pray we thank you for the faithful work of our mother. We thank you for their loving deeds. We think of all the sacrifices they made on our behalf, taking us to the doctor, doing whatever. God, pray. We thank you for their loving deeds. And we thank you for the enduring hope that they can have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for our mothers. And for all the mothers here, you know, and especially if your wife or your mother is here, you know, just put a hand out on them. And before today is over, will you just stop and just say thank you, maybe? Will you grab your children together and just say, you know, let's thank mom. Let's pray for mom today. Let's tell mom and thank her for, for some of the things that she's done on our behalf. Now, if you're a dad, will you just lead your children in this? Maybe at dinner tonight. Maybe at lunch. But we're going to pray. Let's pray for our wives, our mothers who are here. Maybe our daughters that are here. For our mothers, let's just pray. Father, 
we just pray. We pray for, for, for this mom right here with us. Oh, Father, we pray that you would bless them. We pray that you would bless them with every spiritual blessing in Christ. We pray and we thank you for their faithful work. Just how faithful they've been in our family. We thank you, Lord. That, that, that it wasn't for them. They've been the glue in our family. We thank you for all their loving deeds. Forgive us, Father, for not appreciating all the things they do. And today we say thank you. Thank you for all your loving deeds. And Father, we pray. We pray for your enduring, ongoing, faithful hope that our mother, these mothers can have because of the Lord Jesus Christ. That no matter what goes on, no matter what our mothers and these mothers are going through now, what might come in the future, that they would experience your enduring hope because nothing helps like hope. And it isn't hope in thin air. It's the hope for something. It's the hope that they can have in our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. So we pray blessings on our mothers. We thank you in Jesus' name for them.